This episode of Fever Talk was brought to you by WikiFreaks. WikiFreaks. When you want to get down, but know as much about it as possible before doing so. To get a special 10% off your next WikiFreaks use, uh, use the promo code Freaky Freaky Real Good. <laughs> next time you go to wikifreaks.com. Uh, they have sponsored this wonderful episode of Fever Talk. Now, on with the episode. Alright, so, um, first of all, because we don't do this every time, so we, and I know it's something we should do more often. Oh. My name is Aaron Fever. My name is Darcy. That is all. <laughs> She's like Madonna. And uh, we are husband and wife. We are. I am from Ireland, born and raised. I'm from Long Island, born and raised. Which is in America. Which is, yeah. For those who don't know. And uh, we are we are married. Um, we are. Almost two years. Two years in January. Almost um, two years. This is our podcast about being a cross-Atlantic husband and wife. <laughs> and the differences that happen and occur during that time, I guess. Kind of. <laughs> and just life and stuff. And just life and our opinions on things. Yeah. Uh, and it's those opinions um, that has responded, uh, resulted in a response from one of our dear listeners. Yes. Okay. Can I start? Okay, you want to? I'll just let me know when to read it. Then I know. Yeah, you can start. Oh, you want to read it? Okay, so you do you want to read? I was going to read first, uh, and Joey's. Then I address it. Well, because I, I think it's to, to address something that people have to know what we're addressing. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well. Okay. Oh, all right. Can I just? Okay. So <laughs> I'm. Okay. So basically, two podcasts ago. Yes. Um, the one that we did on Thanksgiving, I said some episode thirty eight. Episode thirty eight. If you want to listen, but please don't because I'm very embarrassed. I said well, or please do because I'm very embarrassed. But just know that I'm very embarrassed. Um. I said some really thoughtless, uh, stupid, and offensive things. Okay. Is that you want to? I mean, sure. All <laughs> okay, right. and then I'll, I'll, I'll say more. Okay. So Joey uh, responded uh, on our Facebook uh, post about the podcast, saying, uh, "Aaron, I've got to be honest. This podcast stopped me cold. I've been digging your stuff for a very long time, but I'm at a serious point of decision where I may have to unsubscribe and stop." Darcy's comment of "quote unquote" unfair to lump them in with women. And, quote-unquote, it's a different experience. Why is that offensive for me to say? Uh, honestly made me livid. I played that section over several times to see if I just misheard it and I just couldn't wrap my head around what she was trying to say. Absolutely, the experience of a trans woman is different from that of a cis woman. Uh, but that's kind of the point of intersectional feminism. The experience of two cis women can be wildly different, but both deserve equal rights and to be treated like human beings. Uh, quote unquote unfair that they're lumped in with women is she serious I should do the quote and then say the quote and then say unquote right I'm doing the quote unquote thing at the start yeah I shouldn't be doing that I think it is clear where it ends and begins yeah uh, is she serious uh, what about a cis homosexual woman uh, certainly her experience is a different one from that of a straight cis woman but they both deserve respect and safety suicide in the trans community is more prevalent than most other communities on earth does Darcy seriously believe that they shouldn't be a part of this movement for women's rights? I'm sorry, I've had to post these concerns of mine and hopefully get some clarification or response or something. Uh, 
I've let it sit for a few days, hoping that I was just overreacting, but it's starting to fester and eat at me. I'm really hoping that something was lost in the podcast format and that Darcy wasn't saying what I thought I heard. Darcy, it's offensive to say that a trans woman's experience is different from a cis woman's experience because, although true, it has absolutely no bearing on the trans community's right mm-hmm. to be included in the str- this struggle. It's offensive because it's irrelevant to the discussion mm-hmm. and it seems dismissive of them as women and human beings. Uh, sorry for the rant and the burnout. Have a nice night. Okay, so let me just respond to this right now. So I completely, 100% agree with absolutely everything that he said right there. Mm. So I think he's 100% right. And I also really appreciate him saying it. And I'm, I'm very sorry that it upset him. And I'm sorry if it upset anybody else who was listening. He's completely correct on yeah. all accounts. Um, I had to go back and re-listen to the podcast to, to kind of be like, what the fuck was I saying? And what the fuck was I getting at? And why did I say it? Um, and so we were talking about Graham Linehan? Graham Linehan, yeah. Yeah, okay. And Who has been going on anti-trans uh, yeah. rants No, I didn't. I didn't know anything that he had said. So yeah. I, I didn't know. But I was asking, what was it? And you sort of said, you know, he's he seems to be like into trans-exclusionary radical feminism. And I was kind of like, what is that? And then I just, for some reason, I'm, and I'm not exactly sure why, but I just got very reactionary with it right away. And the two examples that came to my mind right away, which I don't know why, and I'm, I'm, once again, I'm not trying to defend myself, I'm just trying to Well, it's probably the highest profile trans people. Yeah, so I thought of I thought of Caitlyn Jenner, and I thought of the Wachowski sisters, and I remember a conversation we had previously had about the Wachowski sisters, and, and I was kind of like... Can I just say, for the record, I'm not even entirely sure that they're both trans. Oh, I think... Oh, God, I think they are. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, this is how little I know okay. of the Wachowskis. No, I, th- I think they are, and I think one of them, like, um, made her transition before the other... Yeah, well, I I knew one person, one of them was trans, but okay. I I wasn't entirely sure about the 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 other uh, sibling. Oh, so that's why I was just kind of like, oh, I'm, just before we say okay, Wachowski yeah. sisters, well, so times. sorry if I'm getting this wrong then. Uh, but this is how much um, little I know. Okay. basically what I'm saying is about that. But I remember I us talking, and and I and that's what that's where my mind was when I said lump them in. Now I never thought, and I completely understand why someone would get this. Of course, I think trans women should be included in feminism. Um, I always have. But and anyone should be included in feminism as well. But um, I I just had this idea, which is a stupid idea, and which is a pointless idea, and which Joey is completely right that it adds nothing to the discussion and it's completely pointless and irrelevant. But this idea that somebody like the Wachowski sisters or Caitlyn Jenner had benefited from male privilege for a very large portion of their life and that that somehow made it different and I take that back but that is where my mind was at the moment and that's why I said what I said but um but can I so can I point to why I think that was in the back of your brain sure um because this is something that me and you have disagreed about a lot now just for the record myself and yourself after the podcast had a very long conversation about this and I had kind of brought up a lot of the points that Joey brought up Here's my point where I have to apologize is that I did this after the podcast. But I'm sh- kind of glad that you did too because I I and I listened to the podcast again too. Like I think I knew that I was not 
that if the conversation continued, I wasn't going to be able to continue to, to continue to defend whatever I was saying because I really didn't have a leg to stand on, and what I was saying was bullshit. Yeah. And I think I knew that. And then, then I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't want to talk about Father Ted anymore. Like, let's talk about something else. I was also in a very bad mood that day, and I could hear that while listening as well. Yeah. Well, I. I that's why I was kind of like, let's move on yeah. because I could sense that I was just going to not go well if I Ooh. kind of pulled you up on this. Um, so I waited until after the podcast to do it. But yeah. I should have said something on the podcast because it would have made it... It made it look like, you know, this was a official stance of the podcast by not yes. actually pushing back on it. Right. So that's okay. that's that's on me because I waited until after the podcast to push back and I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, also as well as that... Um, so me and myself and yourself have disagreed. This is not the first time I've heard you say that kind of snap reaction thing. Okay. Um, and I've had arguments with you over similar stuff before and I think this sort of thing happens because you do something that I really it really bugs me that you do it okay but you will sometimes obsessively listen to the enemy okay like you have listened to I would say conservatively about 10 public speakings from Jordan Peterson not in not in their entirety You've listened to quite a bit of him talk, though. Let's, I have. let's be honest. I have, yeah. And, but a uh, lot, of, but a lot of what I've listened to him though has been on has been on stuff that doesn't have to do with politics. It's been more on like psychology. Like, but you've listened he's to a huge like young fan, and and also his talks about marriage and relationships. So I've listened to a lot of his stuff that have no, has nothing to do with. But you've also politics. listened to his stuff that has to do with trans people, for example. Because I've personally li- heard you listening to some of his YouTube videos and stuff like that about his feelings on, you know, uh, pronouns and yes. how to address trans people and stuff yes. like that. And but I've never agreed with him on that. I've never thought it, like, it, it was okay to like misgender people. But that's why I refer to him as the enemy. Yeah, okay. Because you don't agree with him. And no. you will purposely sometimes seek out people who you don't agree with and deep dive into their ramblings, so yes, to speak. Yes, I do that, yeah. And because of that, I think shit lingers. And I think you will have... I, I am almost certain you've heard him talk about this sort of stuff before. Or at least you've heard somebody in these different YouTube videos that you watch talk about that Caitlyn Jenner opinion before. Because I've, I've heard you say, like, I kind of agree with where that person's coming from on this, like, fact that Caitlyn Jenner lived for 50 years as a uh, privileged white man. Mm. I've heard you echo someone else's opinion on that before. And it was someone who you don't agree with on a general basis. But you had that one kind of thing of, like, oh, I guess I can see where they're coming from on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, also, though, Caitlyn Jenner, I'm, I'm not sure if this is true of her anymore, but is a Republican. Is a Republican. And yeah. that's a reason that I've always been kind of like, oh, come on, girl. Like, Yeah, well, I mean, like, and I know Caitlyn Jenner has come out since and she's talked about how she kind of feels betrayed by Donald Trump. But like, <laughs> but no like, duh. come on. Like, no duh. yeah, not, he is who we thought he was. But anyway, so but this is the thing. I think you're fascinated about hearing like you've I've know that you've listened to a bunch of like MRA stuff, like men's rights activist stuff. Mm-hmm. and different things like that and you've listened to that stupid woman who was controlling Kanye West for a short while yeah uh, Candace Owens Candace yeah. Owens like you've you've deep dived into these people's uh, speeches and stuff like that yeah and I've always disagreed with that idea personally because I cannot listen to that much bullshit 
and feel okay. I I find that it just depresses me and makes me angry and changes my whole demeanor mm-hmm. by listening to people I disagree with that much to that scale. Mm-hmm. But you seem to have an almost obsessive compulsive thing where you need to actually take in everything that they've said so that you can arm yourself with as much information about them mm-hmm. and what and where they're coming from. Yeah. But I think when you do that you do like you've you've kind of defended all of them in a little way because it's not like it's Stockholm syndrome, but if you deep dive into someone enough, you'll see the humanity in them. Yeah, you will absolutely, but also understand like what what I intend to do for a living. Like I w- want to be a psychotherapist, and you you have to sort of see the humanity in everyone, and I do believe in seeing the humanity in everyone even if their ideas are wrong and I do believe in trying to figure out where people are coming from I think that's part of empathy and I don't think that just because somebody has and this is where you and I disagree I don't think that just because somebody has problematic viewpoints or like really awful viewpoints that I disagree with I don't think it means they're a terrible person and that was another thing I wanted to commend Joey on is um you know, first of all, I really appreciate him like standing up for all of this. And like I said, I agree with absolutely everything he said in that post. And he didn't attack me either, which I really appreciated. Like he didn't use any ad hominem attacks. Like he completely just stuck to like what you said was wrong, yeah. not you are an awful person. Well, I, and I, I think it's important to to do that. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say like I've never met Joey, but we've kind of known each other online for quite some time. Yeah. He's always been a pretty stand up dude. So, you know, yeah, yeah he's he was very eloquent in that comment as Mm -hmm. the listeners would have heard Mm -hmm. but I just I I guess my point is is that I think because these are people who are famous because they are quite uh, persuasive these are these are talking heads and they're successful talking heads because there are people who have managed to acquire a following because they're persuasive they're eloquent and they'll put their wrong-headed opinions across in a very clever way. That they'll, I think, sometimes one of their ideas will sneak through. Okay, but you need to have a little bit of faith in me too, because if you look at, you know, we were, you and I, before we started this, we were just having a discussion about, you know, the election in 2016 and what happened, and that's still something, you know, obviously everyone talks about because look how we ended up. But there is, and, and this is something that I've mentioned to you before, too, with Candace Owens, and even a good friend of mine uh, who used to be a Democrat and voted, well, who was a Green Party member and voted for Ralph Nader with me in 08, then voted for Obama in 2012, and then voted for Trump in 2016. Like, it's this... Um, I look for with people like this who are persuasive and who do have a following, where there is a kernel of truth in there that people are, like... That is resonating with people somehow. So I try to find where that is. So Candace Owens, for example, who, you know, most of what she says is bullshit, but she goes on about how the Democratic Party isn't really doing that much for black people. Now, I think she's right about that. The Republican Party is still worse. Yeah. But uh, but that's that's the truth. Like and that's important, you know? Like it's important to recognize that. That is that is an important truth to recognize. The Democratic Party hasn't been great about helping out black people because we still have a huge problem with race in the country. 
So... Right, but, like... That doesn't mean... They're, but she's where she goes extremely wrong is in thinking the Republican Party is better. Yeah, like, when but... When we it, talked about this, you said it's like saying, oh, it's a bad idea to put, like, ice cubes down my pants, so, like, I'm gonna, like, set my crotch on fire. Like, but, that's, but that's the point, but it's, it's just, like, you know, the likes of, uh, like, people who are anti-trans or whatever, they will point to the fact that, oh, yeah, Caitlyn Jenner has lived a privileged life as a man... She doesn't know what it's like to be a cis woman. But that's but not... That, I've never heard that viewpoint. Like, that's, that's oh, why... Oh, I've I'm, heard that viewpoint before. Okay, but I haven't. Like, Jordan Peterson never said that. I'm just disagreeing with you that that's where I came to, to, to that from. That's my own reactionary stuff. Like, that's my, that's my own stuff about, like... Uh, about... Um, and that's where probably a lot of the turf stuff comes from, too. It's about, like... Uh, being a woman and whatever and it's bullshit and it's not right it's completely wrong but like I think that was reactionary in a way that was particular to me and I don't think it was something I was regurgitating from somebody else okay yeah it wasn't alright well (laughs) I remain skeptical anyway I I remain embarrassed that I said it and um, and I apologize for having made those comments they were wrong they were stupid they were offensive and I'm sorry. And thank you very much to Joey Gabaldon. Oh, Gabaldon. Well, what would you... I wanted to ask you this. Because I always I thought it was Gabaldon. Gabaldon. Okay, well, you, so he said it's Basque. And so he sent me a voice recording of the pronunciation. Now, I probably butchered it. Like, he really said it with, like... I told him it was, like, a grounded gravitas. Um, and I didn't nail that. But I wasn't sure how... I wasn't sure if it was, like, Gabaldon, Gabaldon, Gabaldon. But it's it was, like, Gabaldon. Oh, yeah, like that's that. very French. Yeah. Because Gabaldon. Gabaldon. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the funny thing in work, though, because we, we have, like, there's a... God, this is a weird change of subject. Um, but I work at a whiskey place, and um, there's a certain whiskey that is made with a red wine finish Ooh. on it. So it's like it put, it's put into a red wine barrel at the end. But it's... Uh, it's, um, it's, like... I can't remember the first half of it. It's, like, Louisville, and it's Barton. But everyone pronounces it Barton because they think it's French. Uh. But apparently it's actually an Irish family who moved to France <laughs> and made a winery. So it's pronounced Barton. So it is Barton. <laughs> yeah. And so, but we look like spas when we're talking to people because everyone thinks like, oh, he's, he's pronouncing a Barton. Right. Like, oh, French. Like, what do you know? <laughs> no, it's Barton. Like, no, no, it's not Barton. Anyway, that's just a stupid aside. <laughs> God, uh, but yeah. So, but it, uh, that's a kind of it is it is a pertinent topic to talk about. Not necessarily uh, trans, because probably the more the less we talk about trans, because we're not in the know. So we yeah. probably the less we talk about that, the better. Yes. Uh, no, but definitely. in general, like we are very people. We are both people who are very much into politics. We're very yeah. passionate about politics. Before we started this podcast, we had an argument for about an hour and a half mm-hmm. about politics. Right. Uh, <laughs> just a Wednesday night. Just just a typical Wednesday night for us. And the funny thing is we argue about politics, but we're very much like on the, uh, the political spectrum. We're like very close to each other. We're but very it's lefty. Like, we're, both, we're both leftists, but we like think about how things should be done differently. Like, for example, like I... Well, I voted for Jill Stein in 2016, but mind you, I'm I'm voting from New York. I'm not voting in a swing state. If I was voting in a swing state, I probably would have voted for Hillary Clinton. But I voted for Jill Stein, you know. The funny thing is, in American politics, you're further left than I am. Right. um, Because I guess I'm a bit more pragmatic, and I think, like, yes, let's get there, but we have to slowly move there. Also, you've just, I mean, I think the media that you consume, too, not being from the States, like, is... 
But like we talk about, it's a lot of like cable news. It's a lot of like very pro democratic party stuff. But no, but like we both have the same idea about what sort of politics should be happening. Right. You just think we should get there by going crazy now, and I'm like, like no, let's slowly go crazy. Like I'm like, let's actually vote in like the Green Party at like you know local government first before voting them in for president. Well, I think let's do both. Like, uh, any, well, I mean, and if anyway. Donald Trump can become president, like anything can happen. Like if we can have a President Donald Trump, we can have a very progressive president. But that's, you know? I'm, that's I'm just saying that's why like I'm slightly more pragmatic than you in that sense of things where I'm kind of like okay, first things first. Where you're just like let's just do it all at once, and I'm like no, there's a there's a there's a schedule here. Mm. However, when it comes to social politics, I think I'm much more lefty than you. I usually argue more so for the sake of let people do what they want. What? I think I, I do. for the sake of let people do what they want. Me, when it comes to like, okay, let's talk about the argument we had earlier. I was going to say let's not bring it up, but let's okay. bring it up. You were watching The Young Turks, which is right. your favorite news source. I do love The Young Turks. You love it. I have a bit of a problem with The Young Turks. I know. Because I think while they talk about left ideals and politics, they do so from a jerk hole place. I uh, yeah. And that's where, you know... <laughs> right. Nobody, no, whatever. Nope. Poe Buddy's nerfect. Poe Buddy's but, nerfect. But, um, no. I, I really... I'm a huge fan of Anna Kasparian. I'm a huge fan of Jenk. I think Jenk's a wanker, but hell, yeah. whatever. Right. The the whole point was they were actually had a whole video, which was for, what, 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. Talking about Jamila Jamil. Mm-hmm. And basically uh, shaming her for uh, not being ugly enough to talk about the problems with beauty standards. Yeah, okay, but let me just say again to explain the <laughs> argument here. Like, I, I, was, I think they were being dicks as well. I also don't think it's news. I also don't think it's anything that was really worth, like, commenting on. Yes. Like, what our argument became about was something else. I think, of I'm not saying Jamila Jamil should not comment on this. I think she should, and I completely agree with what she's saying. So how am I, like, don't you let ha- people do what they do? You had no, a problem I turn with this, No, I turned this into a whole other issue because I feel like you and a lot of people defend uh, just default to defending beautiful women and you what bothers me is that i feel like you don't recognize i feel like she's given a lot of credit for something whereas you don't give any credit to somebody like amy schumer who says things like this as well i do give credit to amy schumer okay, well, but i also don't think amy schumer invented the wheel like I you do i don't think amy schumer invented the wheel either i just you really think love she's her. the second coming of jesus no i don't you do and you give out to me because i don't think that everything she does is perfect like i am critical of her as i right. would be of anybody who fucks up Okay. Yeah, and she and she has fucked up. I'm not saying that she hasn't. Yeah. Now, so far, Jamila Jamil hasn't been at this game for very long. Well, she she's hasn't not really been... at any game. I mean, the game of making political statements. Okay. I mean, yeah, like a social political statement. Yeah. Know? So, you know, she hasn't been at this game as long. For example, yeah. let's say Lena Dunham. Uh huh. So she hasn't had the opportunity to fuck up and say right. stupid shit in the way that Lena Dunham has in the past. Yes. So I have had plenty of ample opportunity to be critical of Lena Dunham's dumb-headedness. Mm-hmm. Jamila Jamil so far hasn't made a dumb-headed move in my eyes that I can see. Okay. So that's why so far she's doing a bang-up job 
of being very vocal about feminist issues and body issues, mm-hmm. particularly. Um, whereas Lena Dunham has made some damn fucking stupid uh, statements and has made some moves that you're trying to tell me that I should be really fucking like in awe of her for, like her show Girls. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, sh- Girls is great in theory, but in practice, there's a whole bunch of problematic stuff going on. No, there. and I completely agree with you that there is a whole bunch of problematic stuff going on in Girls. But when it comes to, if we're just talking about the, the one issue, the one issue that Jamila Jamil made a comment on, we're only talking about that and we're not talking about anything else. Okay. Lena Dunham has done more when it comes to that issue than Jamila Jamil has, uh, as has Amy Schumer. I just, I just don't think we should be even talking about what woman has done more or what woman has done less. We should just be applauding women for doing the right thing. Okay. So, like, that's what I said. I never said anything but, against Jamila Jamil. But you wanted me but to I've applaud never heard Amy you Schumer applaud more. Amy Schumer or Lena you Dunham. But whenever you talk about them, you're ta- you're shitting on them. You're not because applauding them. Because they do them. so stupid. It's like, okay, it's like I told you earlier on. I shit on the Young Turks mm-hmm. when I think they're being shitheads. When I think they're being right on, I don't say anything. Okay. But maybe that's the problem. Maybe, maybe. Actually, I was just re- doing this reading with my student tonight. It was, it was called How to Train Your Husband. Um, don't worry. <laughs> I'm not trying to use these techniques on you. But it was about, like, behavior. And it was about the, it was, it was a theory of how to get people to behave how you want them to. And it was the idea that when that's someone. That's creepy and gross, by the way. That's like yeah, the game. That's from... what, no. And that's what my, um, my student thought it would, my student didn't like it either in the end. Okay, good. Um, but, but the idea was that, and she was, it was this woman writing and it was about how she was like writing a book about SeaWorld or something. And she saw how they were training the animals at SeaWorld, which is probably, yeah, probably really cruel and unusual anyway. Anyways. Yeah. Those training but, animals um, at SeaWorld. Like, yeah. Those, those those animals kill themselves. But she was talking world. about the behavioral techniques and it's about how... <laughs> Let's train them like Shabu who killed itself in depression. How, how when you... How when someone does something that you like, something that is good... Yeah, you reward you, them. You reward them. And when they do something that you don't like, you ignore them. Mm. But you do the opposite. When someone does something that you like, you ignore it. And when someone does something that you don't like, you get really mad. I guess... I guess my... And this is actually probably a very true statement across the, across the board. Of you. Of and me. have we not had also personal I, issues when it I, comes to this idea? I don't, I don't think that you deserve a pat on the back for doing the basic decent thing. You don't get brownie points for doing what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas you get a slap on the nose if you shit on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like... Uh, I learned this a while ago because I was that guy once when I was younger where it was like I would never rape a woman that's disgraceful yeah congratulations you Mm -hmm. wouldn't do the awful evil thing of course no 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 so like you don't get a pat on the back for not raping a woman and I think it depends on what it is and you're less touched by you're less touched by what Lena Dunham and Amy Schumer have done than than I am because it's as a woman and as a woman who has struggled with eating disorders and who has struggled with body image, just seeing them, just seeing normal sized women being sexual, being the stars of their own show, being empowered 
Um, just that in and of itself is really meaningful to me. Just that kind of representation is meaningful to me. And Jamila Jamil, though she's saying great things that I agree with, and I think that's awesome, she doesn't. She's not that kind of representation for me. Now maybe she's she represents something for somebody else, and that's awesome as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm just, sure but a lot of brown women who see themselves. Yeah, exactly, and that's television. and that's awesome. Um, yeah, so like that's great too. But we weren't talking about this anyway. She wasn't talking about being a brown woman she was talking about the stretch marks the small stretch marks you know on her otherwise but, perfect but the, like that woman so, on the young turks video was issue. saying she wasn't brown enough that she wasn't saying she wasn't brown enough so there was a woman in the young turks video i'm not sure her last name her first name is brooke and she happens to be an african-american woman and she was just talking about how jamila jamil is someone who f- who mostly fits like an idealized beauty standard of our time and she does so hearing these comments coming from her just feels a little bit different than hearing them come from somebody like Lena Dunham. Now, there's still the right things to say, and I, I'm still happy that she's saying them, and I would rather her say them than not, but that she doesn't, for me, it's not the same kind of representation. But they would rather her shut the fuck up. That was that was what they were saying in that video, essentially. Yeah, I, and I got that too. And I like I got that from them overall as well. And I disagree with that. I don't think she should shut the fuck up. You know, I, I would rather her say them than not. But I'm still more excited when it comes to that one particular issue. I'm still more excited by, by women who are actually physical representations of this idea and who are not just talking about it. Yeah, but I would also say that... Mindy like, Kaling is another great example. Yeah, I mean, Mindy Kaling is also, I don't know, problematic in my eyes, but how and whoever. Uh, there's, anyway. But once again, this is very personalized, and I admit that. Like, I, I admit that this isn't my, like, great studied global viewpoint. This is my, like, personal, emotional reaction to these women, and I'm happy to have those representations of women who aren't stick thin, and that means a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess what I'm uh, the point of going down this road with you anyway because we went down yeah. a long road here uh, is that you know is that I don't think I'm more socially conservative than you I, I don't I just I just feel like when we argue about social stuff like we've talked about like kind of you know uh, different social aspects because you you're a little bit more when it comes to identity politics mm-hmm. I have argued against you uh, on a number of occasions where you're kind of like I don't know I think identity politics have gone a bit too much you I, we've had that argument before okay but you can't just say okay but you can't just take that completely out of context like I'm not sure exactly what I was saying like I, I don't know what exactly you mean like you what were did ba- I say you were, you were, it was basically and it was an overall argument because the specifics are long gone now because we, we had this argument a couple of months ago okay but basically you were basically saying that um, people have are too hung up on you know uh, identity and how important that is I know I, I don't think I was because I don't think that's true I may have argued that I think the Democratic Party demagogues a lot and uses identity politics, but it, they're not actually really behind it, and that's why it makes sense that people would be frustrated with the Democratic Party. No, no, not quite. This is not the argument we had. But anyway, listen, this is a long ago argument, and okay. this, is, this is a vague memory of having this argument. I can't give you the exact details, so I won't. Okay. I won't use this to hang you. Okay. But I'm just saying, I think in general, I've had that vibe. Now, if you're telling me that vibe is not true. 
then that's fine and I'm willing to like I'll go and analyze this a little bit more maybe okay. I'll find better examples in the future but I will just say I feel like when we've pushed on each other mm-hmm. I feel like I've pushed back on you on more social stuff no here's what's different I think that you have a much lower tolerance for somebody who misspeaks than I do and that's the difference. And that's and I think that was part of my knee-jerk reaction, too, with the Graham Linehan thing. I didn't know what he had said or what he had done at that moment. Oh. And I was like, no, no, now I've looked it up, and now I know it's really bad. Oh, did you see his Twitter? Yeah, oh, so yeah, now I know bad. it's really bad. But I was kind of like, what did he say? What did he do? What did he do that was so awful? Whereas, like, I, I think I'm more forgiving to certain people who say certain things than you are. I think that's, like, a difference. Maybe. Like, because... That's probably one way of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I guess yeah but that's the thing I'm a little bit harder left I think on no that I think you're just harder like I don't know that that's harder left if anything that's 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 less you know um, liberal in, in the classic but I, sense but I, of the but word I, like, but I don't think I don't think all of our arguments that we've had over this sort of stuff has been like me just being like fuck those guys like I think there's been times where you were like this is stupid and I'm like no it's not stupid you'd have to give me an example exactly well that's the thing and in a typical man fashion I can't just pick them off the top of my head so later on the next time I'll think of something I'll go like remember this argument that we had or we'll have an argument that I'll be pointing out and go look this is what I was talking about before in the podcast okay but anyway I'm just saying that's a vibe that I get okay you're clearly not happy with that vibe no that's okay uh, because the whole point, like I said, like I was trying to bring down this this road of because I now and now we I disagree just, on stuff. Yes. All right. That's Sometimes. the whole. That's the whole point. Yeah. All right. You're. I think you're leaner further left on some things, and, and I'm further left on other things. Mm-hmm. Those specifics we can debate about until we're blue in the face. Uh huh. But we disagree on a lot of this sort of stuff. But we're both very passionate about this sort of yes. stuff. And we are mostly on the same side about things, and the disagreements more are more often than not. Yeah. Yeah. But like we are, <laughs> we have long two-hour debates about stuff too often mm-hmm. for us not to have a lot of disagreements. Okay, but sort of thing. okay, but like the thing that we've <laughs> argued about the most isn't about particular issues the thing we've argued about the most is like well basically the 2016 election and like what should be done and how politics in america should be fixed and like you know that's i feel like we've argued about that more than anything like strategies behind like what needs to happen like in within the left wing than we've argued about an actual but that, but issue that, but that touches on like how we see things but it world. does a little bit because you think because you you think that it's sort of an elitist viewpoint to be like oh I'm going to vote for a third party because you're just like no there's immediate like there's an there's immediate people danger, who are in danger. there are people who, yeah. who yeah. lose their rights right. because you've gone for an option that doesn't have any power right and where are like no, and I understand that. Like, and someone, I think that's a good point. Someone like o- uh, Ocasio Cortez, yeah, or Cassia Cortez, Ocasio, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, but I'm just trying to get the, the Ocasio surname. Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. Okay, uh, someone like her is someone who the Green Party, I'm sure, would agree with on pretty much everything. Well, she's actually, yeah, she's she's taken one of Jill Stein's positions, the Green New Deal. That was a Jill Stein position, and she's bringing that to Congress, which is right. awesome. But if she ran as a Green Party candidate, yeah. she would have no sway whatsoever. 
So you need to get those lefties in the Democratic I Party. I completely agree. Right, but you're like, let's vote for the Green Party. Well, that's because my <laughs> option at the de- but like my option in the Democratic Party was Hillary Clinton. It wasn't Bernie Sanders. No, you're well. That's but the thing was when it came down to it, Hillary was the one who could do anything. A Green Party winner in the presidency would not have been able to do a goddamn thing because they would have had no backing from either party. The Democrats wouldn't have followed a random Green Party leader to the left. They would have said, who's this person? We want a Democrat in charge. But that's a huge problem because it shows you because it, it shows it you like what how much the Democratic Party is a corporate party. But that's but the whole point and is so we need you can to change stop that, that from a from You a can change it level. from within, absolutely. But, and that's but, why I'm so inspired by we, people like Alexandria Costa. But that's why we disagreed with each other. No. Because you you were kinda like, no, we gotta make the Green Party the next big thing. And I'm like that's going to get you nowhere right now. It's going to get you nowhere right now. All right. That, okay. So that's why I was, I was like, as I say, I'm a bit more, more pragmatic about what can you actually do in this situation, whereas I think you're a little bit more idealistic. Maybe. I still stand by my vote for Jill Stein. I know you I do. voted in New York anyway. So. Yeah. And that's, when, that's the next thing we'll get an angry comment about, is the fact that you voted for Jill Stein. <laughs> I know. Uh, See, but that would be different. <laughs> this, this will feel, that will feel worse, maybe, because when it came when it came to, like, Joey's comment, and JJ as well, I don't want to leave JJ out of this conversation. I'll leave JJ out of it. Because he chimed in as well. But when it came to that, like, I was embarrassed for, like, saying what I had said, but I very much, like, agreed with them, and so it was kind of easy to be like, you guys are right. You know, I didn't feel like I needed to, like, have an argument or defend my viewpoint um, because I just felt like they were right. So, but here's, I guess, again, I'm try- I've am i been desperately trying to make this point for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, the reason why I talk about us disagreeing and stuff like that yeah. and being passionate about politics and stuff like mm-hmm. that is because I still want that to be a huge part of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I want there to be space... For you or I to say something stupid mm-hmm. and say something that we may regret saying mm-hmm. or may say something that we'll look back on and go like, I don't know what I was talking about there. Mm-hmm. I want there to be space to be able to say that because I, I want there to be space for a listener to chime in and tell either myself or yourself mm-hmm. that we're wrong. Yeah, totally. So um, I was going to apologize originally for not editing the podcast Mm-hmm. And, and taking that statement out or even pulling you aside and going do you really want me to leave that statement in there mm-hmm. um, I don't edit this podcast like when we do our little silly bit of like we're sponsored by blah 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 mm-hmm. to start this episode we record that and go straight into the episode we don't record right. it separately or anything else um, so I hit record and when I turn record off I upload it uh, I would like to keep that going Mm-hmm. Um, so there may be times when we say stupid shit that we should be pulled up on in the future now I will completely accept that that may not be the best thing for all of our listeners mm-hmm. there may be some of our listeners who are like listen I don't want to listen to something where someone might say a stupid thing and I'm going to get upset about that for the rest mm-hmm. of the day mm-hmm. and I get that Yeah, I I personally have stopped listening or watching things that have had that effect where people are saying stuff I disagree with on a regular basis and I've said like no I can't listen to this anymore yeah Uh, I get that Uh, I would hope because we have spent this whole episode mostly apologizing and owning up to the fact that we were 
stupid. I was stupid. Well, like, I think it was actually a smart decision of you to, to change the subject because I don't I, like. I changed the subject, but I didn't. I didn't push back on you. Yeah. As well, which is something that I should have done because mm-hmm. I did disagree with you, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I thought more about my marriage to you <laughs> and keeping uh, us not arguing with each other uh, than I did about our listeners because, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I should be more conscious of our listeners. Uh, but at the same time, I think honesty is the best policy here. Uh, and so I hope that that's okay for everybody listening. Mm-hmm. If not that's okay too if mm-hmm. you if you feel like you can't listen anymore because we're not maybe the most uh, considered sometimes mm-hmm. I get it I, I hope we have put you at ease to know that we're trying and that I'm very open to to being told that I'm wrong and you know even I appreciate it you know yeah with other people that's all when I do it <laughs> True. <laughs> That's why we had a two-hour argument about a ten-minute fucking Young Turks clip. Yeah, see, but it's it's but it's weird to me because I feel like um, you know most people who listen to this podcast are are your listeners or people who have listened. I w- I would disagree with that. I think a lot of your friends listen that don't have even met me. Like who? I don't know. I think some of your friends have listened that have never met me before. You don't think that's the case? Okay. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Right. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I feel like like um, like your crowd, and I don't even know what exactly I mean by that. But I feel like your crowd. Once again, I don't know exactly what I mean by that. Call really, them. Call them the feverites. The feverites. Right. Would really hate like Lena Dunham and Amy Schumer, and are gonna think that like everything I said was like really awful. Because uh, I feel like they're. I feel like they're quite hated in a lot of circles especially Lena Dunham but I think it's because Lena Dunham has put her foot in it a number of times now well yeah but I think that's fair enough like if you if you put your foot in your mouth often enough you're gonna get people annoyed with you yeah no true uh, and so like I, I think it's okay to be critical of her it is so like but I don't think anybody critical of her would have a problem with your statement of I just like seeing a, like, and that's it like that's a woman more of her than size anything. And, and honestly like I did like the show Girls you know I get that it's not it was a good show and I get that although you know nice with the representation of like a not thin woman in other ways the representation wasn't great it was terrible but, but yeah. yeah but I did like that show very much and, Listen, and I'm a huge fan of Amy Schumer and, I, and a lo- lot of things that she's done I had to grow I grew to like girls because once I accepted that it wasn't going to be a well represented show it's not it wasn't going to be a diverse show mm-hmm. but it was going to be a snapshot into the lives of rich white girls from New York mm-hmm. Then it was like watching a wildlife documentary. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it was fascinating for me because I knew a lot of people really hated that show because they knew those types of girls. Yes, that's why my brother hated it. He's yeah. like, I just ew. Like I know those girls in real life. I hate them. I don't know those girls in real life. Like I don't know rich, upper class white girls from New York. I wouldn't have experienced that. You're middle class, darling. Okay. Um, <laughs> You know, and when the girls was out, I hadn't met you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's kind of, it's, um, 
It was. It was. It was. It was. It was exotic. Yeah. To me to watch that. But you know who else really loved that show? And I and I remember reading an article about this when it was coming out. Like my dad loved that show, and apparently yeah. a lot of like middle aged like white men kind of loved that show because it was in a way it was like insight into their daughters' worlds that they weren't getting, and I'm like sure. they appreciated. But I'm sure you're. I'm sure your dad, who was like a working class guy growing up and stuff like that, yeah. he wouldn't really known what the fuck that world. No. No, either. no, I guess not. I guess Especially not. in the 70s and shit, like, yeah. you know? So. But my dad also just thought the show was really funny, which it was. Like, he yeah. thought it was hilarious. He also loved The Mindy Project. We used to watch, there used to be, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Mindy Project on the same night. My dad and I would always watch that together. And listen, girls brought us Adam Driver. If nothing else... Absolutely. We have to thank it for that. And... Uh, yeah. That weird, gangly uh, dude. He's great. He's great. <laughs> and I think all the acting on that show is really good. I think Lena Dunham is brilliant on that show as well. The acting is good. It's just, yeah. again, the problem was the writing. I think the writing is good, too. <laughs> but, the, but the writing just wrote a bunch of middle-class white girls from New York. Yeah. That was the problem. Right. It didn't, okay. it didn't decide to, to, to write about anybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just annoying. It's like, you know, anyway. Uh, all right. Um, I before we say anything more that might get us into more further trouble. Somehow, I feel like I I will have got myself into more trouble by this podcast. I don't know. I don't know if well, it's you smearing me about like smearing me like yeah, suggesting that I'm there. like a Jordan Peterson, a closet Jordan Peterson, Candace Owens fan. I'm not a fan of these. People. No, that's the thing. You hate them. Yeah. But because you hate them, you search out. And I'm sure there's probably someone listening who does a similar thing. Um, Because I'm sure you can't be the only person who does this. Yeah. It's like when you, like, it's like when you have a nemesis and then you're obsessed with them. It gives me energy. Like, it gives me strength. Yeah. And that's the thing. And so, like, when you you think someone is wrongheaded, you will somehow take in more of them uh, than if they just seem to be sound enough. Mm-hmm. You know, which is it, it bizarre to me, mm-hmm. but you can't be the only person in the world that does it. Probably not. Uh, yeah, you hate watch things. I do. In large amounts. Yeah. We hate watch passengers on the weekend. Yeah. For similar reasons. But we didn't even hate it until like, what, 40 minutes in? 30 minutes About in? About halfway through. Yeah. We started really hating it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. Okay, we're forty five minutes in. We got we got to cut it off because we do try and be. Shorter. And I really wanted to talk about all the movies we watched, but we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll we'll do a movie roundup uh, soon because next we're gonna get into the, like the end of year retrospective t- time periods for podcasts anyway, so we can start talking about all the movies we saw this year in general. Oh. Yeah, yeah. See, this is oh you gotta this is, welcome to podcasting, babe. Uh, until next time, folks. Go the lines. Go the what? I don't know. <laughs>